Hey guys, what's going on? My name is Chris Hopkins and this is your best life defined. How you doing today? I'm doing good. Feel pretty good today. Things are going well for me. I've been watching the news. I try not to talk about that stuff too much, but there's something that come to my attention. I'm out there thinking about life. I've seen this this news thing about our kids, about these kids in school who are just like their world has come apart because COVID-19 came in and they don't have it's not even the it's not even the educational experience it's the social experience that seems to be just devastating our kids and I'm not I'm not bringing this issue up because I want to diminish that issue itself the the quality of anyone or the need for us to be able to adapt and and the burden that our kids are going through because they are right but maybe maybe it's an old school philosophy or maybe it's just an old school approach to stuff or maybe it's just the way I was raised. But when I was a kid, when I was six, seven, eight years old, after my mom and dad uh, got a divorce, there was no, I didn't have any, there was no one to cry to about my life. You know, there I am, I'm, I'm nine years old, I'm the new kid in the trailer park, it's summertime, we're in Council Bluffs, Iowa. And, you know, it's seven, eight, nine, big mud puddle. That's about all you had back then. Mud puddle and old broken down teeter-totter that you get splinters when you when you use it, right? But I would be, you know, you'd be out hanging out, a new kid, and, and some bully would come up and want to mess with you. And next thing you know, you'd, you'd get in a fight. There, I didn't have anyone to run to. There was no one to come and save me. They, no, one, no one wanted, there wasn't even anybody there to actually hear the, what the problem was it was all on me i guess that's why that's why sandy and i are able to be where we are right now is because you know we just we learned early on that there that no one was going to come and save us when when she she got pregnant at 16 or and we we decided to get married no one said oh here well if you run into problems let me know if you're I mean, granted, my, my parents would have helped out. If we didn't have food in the house and things like that, that would have been, they would have helped out. But the point was that wasn't a, that wasn't something we actually could count on. In fact, it wasn't even part of our thinking. There was nothing scarier than showing up at my dad's door and saying, hey, dad, can I borrow some money? Oh, my God. Or going to Sandy's dad and saying, hey, can I borrow some money? Ugh, toughest thing in the world. So bringing this around to where we are now, No matter what happens as a result of COVID-19 and what happens as a result of the impact that this whole change, this new world we live in, has on us, no one is going to save us. There's no one. No one's going to come along and say, hey, listen, I see that you're really in debt, that you were overextended when COVID hit, you lost your job, and now there's a bunch of stuff uh, that you can't pay for and you're going to be struggling to recover and to get regrouped, Right. No one's going to do it. It's it's it falls on it falls on you. And not to be harsh about that, but this is where you know when you talk about living your best life. Sometimes living your best life isn't about going to the beach more. Sometimes living your best life isn't about playing golf more or maybe spending more time working on your relationship. But there's a lot of people in the country right now because of situ because of the circumstances we're in. Texas is an example. Ice storms, freezing temperatures. All right. Whoever heard of that? The reality is, you see where Texas is at. The, the federal government didn't swoop in and save everybody. You didn't, they didn't come in and drop generators down at everybody's door and have this thing fixed. 
because it's it's a money thing. I, I don't want to get into that, but it's all a money thing. But my point is, the Calvary isn't coming. There isn't going to be a Calvary that shows up that's going to save those Texans. What's going to happen is people are going to pull together and slowly we're going to figure out how to get out of this mess. And COVID-19 is the same exact way. So back to our kids. If you don't grab a hold of what you need to do to circumvent and to adapt and evolve in this new environment called COVID-19, 2020, 21, right? If you don't adjust to this new environment you live in, guess what happens? You get left by the wayside. Now, granted, your, your family and friends will try and support you, but the truth is true independence, true growth, true success is not about what the world is handing you. It's about what you do with it based on what the world is handing you. depends on what you plan to do about it. This is why I was talking to uh, a guy that I met earlier this week, and we're talking about that endurance that comes from having a rough childhood. That, that that fight in the middle of the trailer park at the mud puddle, I, I, no one else, no one was going to come. When he threatened me, he said, oh, you know, I'm going to beat you up or whatever. I didn't, I didn't have a big brother. I wasn't looking around for my mom. He, there was no one there. It was me and him, the mud puddle, right? <laughs> and I knew that. And so what did I do? I took care of business. Did that bully bother me again? No, didn't bother me again. And what was cool about that was when we talk about living your best life, that's a win. In other words, you you face your fears in that case. As a young boy, I'm facing my fears. I've got to fight some guy I don't know. He's messing with me. I know how this works, so I'm just going to fight as hard as I can. And then all of a sudden, the bully doesn't mess with you anymore. And And more than that, the other kids in the trailer park don't mess with you either because they found out that you know how to fight, that you hit the bully in the face. Now, I know this this is probably not appropriate for you know, for modern day, because that's not not acceptable behavior for our children. But my point is, the Calvary isn't coming. If you're feeling depressed, if you're feeling uh, dejected or, or withdrawn and using this as a way to, to shelter, don't. There's no shelter unless you create it. If you're if you're if you're young a young adult 17 18 year old 16 year old is struggling with what to do with their life because the status quo has changed you know what they need to do with their life they need to stand up and say okay what can I do with what I have and what's amazing about that is we have these computers we we call them phones but they're not they're the they're the the uh, equivalent of every tidbit of information that known to man basically right and instead of spending that time on Twitter and on, on uh, TikTok, TikTok's an addiction, boy, let me tell you. All it takes is saying, okay, what can I do with this? What can I do with this situation I'm in where I'm only going to school two days a week and I'm not getting my math skills and I feel like I'm falling behind? Part of the reason kids are sitting around going, oh, woe is me, my life sucks, is because they're not doing anything else with their time. Sitting around going to the park, hanging out, smoking weed, doing what they do. Well, no wonder. What are you doing? You're spending around talking, thinking about how depressed you are. Write a book about it. Do a blog about it. Take some sort of action that you can do to take your mind off how bad your life sucks. Right? It's not what you do. It's what you think about it. Not what you do. I, I hate painting. Let me just give you an example here. I hate painting, but I'm too cheap to hire anybody to paint. So what I figured it out is... When, you're, when I'm painting, 
all I'm thinking about is how great I'm going to be at it. I don't think about how much painting I have to do, how I feel about it. The only thing that's in my mind at the time that I pick up that brush is, all right, I'm going to rock this. What's that look like? Well, I'm going to be clean. I'm not going to get any paint on me. That's a goal. I put on a new shirt, or not a shirt, but a clean shirt, an old shirt. And when I paint, my goal is to not get a drop of paint on me. The other thing I do is I control the amount of paint I put on my brush and my roller. Don't want to get splattered. Don't want to splatter anything. I want to get everything right where it's supposed to be the first time so that the, so I don't have to come back and do it again because it sucks. I don't like painting. That little trick, that little mental trick is all it takes to push you into doing something and to keep you motivated towards doing something you don't already do. Right? And the reality is, no matter how bad it gets, in the end, the only one that is going to make it better, the only one is, that's going to resolve your internal struggle is you. I suck at a podcast. I might be sucking at this podcast. I really don't know, but guess what? Who has to fix it? Me. How do I fix it? Well, practice harder, work harder, slow down. Learn a little bit more about the mix, about how to communicate. I don't know, read a book, listen to a book. I can't just sit back and cry because I'm not the number one podcast in the United States. And even if I did, what would that do? I'd still be in the same, I'd be seeing the same exact spot as I am now, right? This is a ticket right here. If you are if you are making adult decisions, you're, if you're adult age, and even if you're not actually making all your own decisions, if you're 16, 17 years old and you're sitting around moping in your room with your head buried in your phone looking at meaningless information that's not going to do anything for the condition of your life, no one's going to stop you. Your mom and dad aren't going to come and say, hey, you got to get off that phone and start studying. You're not, you got to get off that phone and go register with Khan Academy so you can keep up on your trigonometry skills or your calculus skills. Hey, got to get off that phone. Got to do some work. Got to take what you can, grab what's there, right? Nope. And the sad part about it is every day that you don't take action, that you allow yourself to fall into that, that mire of self, self-loathing because you, you don't get to go to school and hang out with your friends. No one, no one gets to see your new outfit. Life just keeps going on. People like me show up and they do their podcast no matter what, it, what they, how they feel about it or how they feel in general. People like me work on their book. There are people out there that are taking full advantage of this. Here's a, here's a point you might not, might not consider. So COVID, COVID-19 hit, right? All these businesses shut down. The whole dynamic changed of our economy. There was all, all of a sudden a, just a grinding to a halt of the cash flow in America. Well, and actually in the world, right? The, 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 the companies that understood that the Calvary wasn't coming took action as soon as they seen it. They took action as soon as they realized, wait a minute, people aren't coming in my door anymore. Wait a minute, this is happening, that's happening. An example, Hanes, you know, they make underwear, t-shirts, clothing. I'm not sure how far their brand extends, but those are the things I'm familiar with, right? What did they do? Hell, it wasn't, We, I mean, we were in Grand Rapids. It wasn't, it wasn't a month, and Hanes, Hanes, the t-shirt underwear manufacturer were in, they, they had opened up a mask division 
And they're pumping out masks. Boom, 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 boom. Right? They're, they're, they're just adapting. Walmart, places like Walmart and, and Sam's Club and, and different places, they're doing shopping, pickup orders. They decided, well, people can't come in the stores anymore. What we'll do is we'll just hire a bunch of people to do the shopping for them. And guess what? I drive up to Walmart and I pick up my order. And it's always right, which is cool as hell. And the key here is that no one showed up and said, hey, Walmart, you need to do it this way now. No, no one showed up at Hanes and said, hey, listen, guys, you're probably not going to be selling very many shirts and underwear right now. But if you jumped into making masks, you'd, you'd, make, you'd make some money. You would keep your cash flow going. Hey, hey there, small sandwich shop guy. When you seen this coming and you heard them saying they were going to shut restaurants down, you, you didn't. Did you, no one showed up to say, hey, listen, get you the supplies to start doing carry out. Reformulate your plan. Get plenty of supplies so you don't run out of, of product. And then start pushing the pickup order, the curbside delivery. Maybe you do have to spend more to use Grubhub or some other entity like that to make sure that your product continues to flow. And who, hell, who knows? Maybe you're not going to make as much money as you would otherwise, but the cash flow is still coming in. People who succeeded or continue to grow and succeed in this new environment, they're doing so because they realized a long time ago that no one's going to save them. And if they want to change something about their life, that they want to take their life in a new direction, guess what they have to do? They have to be responsible for taking that action on their own. Does it suck? Yeah, it sucks. It's, a, it's not nearly as difficult to waller in your self-pity because you can't see your friends than it is or you're worried about getting into college it's a lot easier just to sit around, look at your phone and go, woe is me, than it is to say, okay, what can I do about it? This is what I can do to enhance my skills. This is what I can do to stay in shape because I love CrossFit, but the gyms are closed. I'm not giving it up. What can I do? I mean, an example is me. I talk about, I don't know if you go back and look at some of my stuff, look at my videos on my Facebook page or on LinkedIn. I don't know where all I've posted them. YouTube, you got videos of me working out in the park. You know why? Because I needed to find a way to continue to accomplish my goals amid an environment that's changed completely. There were no gyms. Okay. There's a shortage of weight equipment. So that's, is that my excuse to get fat? Is that my excuse to sit on my butt, wait till COVID gets over because I just don't know what I'm going to do? Of course not. No one's coming to save you. I, I don't mean to say that in, in, a, in a negative way, but it's just the true reality. Oh, look at me, 300 and some days, 307 days ago, I started a podcast, right? And I've been working on different angles of this. And, and all of a sudden, because I had so much time and there was so many people listening, and all of a sudden I've got this audience of people who are saying, you know, yeah, you're making sense. You're making sense. So let's say you want to change something. It's time. It's, it's really just about following along it's about it's about taking that step it's about defining where you're going to go and what you can do with what we currently have if you're if you're 17 16 18 wherever you are and you're sitting there and you're not getting that social stimulation that you need that's not an excuse for you to sit on your hands or go hang out at the park and smoke weed it's not an excuse because COVID-19 hit and you're out of work or you're on unemployment for you to be sitting home every day drinking a case of beer you, you should be working towards something because there's going to come a time when all that's going to stop. And the key here is people who 
choose to thrive will continue to f- continue to thrive. I'm I'm working hard right now. You know why? Because I've got a book to get out. A lot of people read during a pandemic. I hear. Obviously, the other story that came out was that a lot of people RV now because of pandemics. They started selling RVs like crazy, right? So what better plan for me than to write a book about RVing? Will I be a millionaire? Who the hell knows? But I didn't. it didn't take someone showing up and saying, Hey, Chris, you probably should get off your ass because your fun's kind of over for now. You're not going to be traveling to exotic lands because the country shut down, right? Okay, I got lemon. Let's make some lemonade. So, I don't know. I think I'm on top of this. I think I've got my game right. I think the story's right. I want to stop right there, but I want to, before I go, I want to say thank you again, guys. This is, uh, it's been great. I don't know if you can pick up on this, but I'm kind of feeling really good because I just, I just never imagined, you know, when you're sitting back at podcast 115 and, and there's just almost no activity. It's like crickets and, and see, I don't discuss this with my family. I don't expect family and friends to give me that, that empathy or that, that sympathy like, or that sympathy share this, uh, this, I don't, I don't, I don't, uh, promote stuff that I don't believe in. And I don't expect anyone else to. So if you if you if you've listened to what I have to say and you and you don't you don't appreciate it, you can't. It doesn't resonate with you. There, thank you for showing up. I don't expect you to show up just to endure it, right? But on the other side of it, if you if you show up every day and you're like, yeah, he's got a point, and it's a pretty good effort, and I and and maybe I'm chopped up, maybe it's not quite as smooth it should as it should be, but if you if you can if you're getting some value out of it, do me a favor and share it. Do me a favor and send it off to one or two of your friends and say, hey, give me give this guy some feedback on what you think about his podcast. I'm always open for ideas. I'm always open for suggestions because when you reach out to me and you say, hey, Chris, what do you think about this? And I'll say, yes, sir. Let me take a look at that. Because by making your life better, it makes my life better. And that's ultimately the goal. So let's not forget the kindness Let's not forget that when we wake up in the morning and we have the energy in our tanker and we're doing something, at least one thing every day that inspires us and gives us a win, it gives us the energy and the desire to continue to push towards that. And in the end, when you, when you really cut it all up and you say, okay, what's this really about? It's about you taking care of you. It's about you taking care of business every day that, and doing things that bring you to a new level. And no one's going to do it for you. I'm sorry, guys. The Calvary isn't coming. That's on you. So keep that in mind. As always, I appreciate you showing up. Thank you for all you do. Blessings to you and your family. And just remember, today's your day. Make it a good one.